Hi, everybody. Welcome to the time. I'm Dr. Mary Crowley, and we have got an exciting program today. I've got three incredible investigative journalists. The title of the show today is Women on the Line Exposing the Cabal. And the three women that I have on today are Dr. Jane Ruby, who is a new right political pundit, author and TV host for numerous political and serial internet shows, including the Dr. Jane Ruby show on the Stu Peters platform. We also have Michelle Winder, who's a friend of mine I've known for quite a while. She's a dynamic speaker and broadcaster. Her daily show, The Unredacted Truth, is on Telegram, Facebook, and Rumble. She was taken off of YouTube as well. Um, Sarah Westall, another friend I recently met in Minnesota. We're both Minnesotans. I no longer live in Minnesota, but I am a Minnesotan. Um, she has business game changers, but the past 25 years she's developed multiple companies and she's just an amazing woman. And she um, has, well, she was one of the ones that was deplatformed on October 15, 2020, before the election. So welcome to the Now is the Time program, ladies. And I'm so excited to have you here today. And so we'll get started. Thank with, you. Uh, yeah, it's good to have you guys here. We're going to get started with Dr. Jane Ruby. Um, I saw Dr. Jane, you know, in Dallas and she gave me a book that, I, that is really an amazing book called A Sea of New Media. And she mm. talked about what Andrew Breitbart had said when you went and listened to him several years ago. So why don't we start with that? Um, you know, because he was the one who kind of got a lot of people to, uh, you know, become digital uh, journalists. So, yeah, well, thanks for having me back, Mary. It's it's great to be with you and these incredible, you know, pan, this incredible panel of women. Um, the, the basically what the book is about is the fact that you know we are the media now, all of us. Uh, if you don't think you can make a difference, think about the guy who was at the 9/11 memorial in 2016 and captured Hillary Clinton being dragged into a van half unconscious. Um, that you know that video that he just stopped and took with stopped and took with his phone went worldwide to change the course of the election and it changed the course of history. So we are the ones, you know, we, we carry this little device with us around everywhere we go. It's got a phone, it's got a video and, a, and it's got a camera in it. So you'd be surprised at what you can do in terms of truth telling, uh, you know, just by using your phone and being aware and alert. Um, but anyway, so that's sort of the background of the book. Thanks for the introduction. Now, you heard Andrew Breitbart, um, of course, I believe he was taken out. You know, he was, I believe, murdered. But share a little bit about where you were when you heard Andrew Breitbart and what he had said. Didn't he have everyone raise their cameras up and say, you are now the new media? Well, there's a two-part story to some degree. Uh, I, I saw him in 2012. I was uh, in D.C. a short time and I, and I was, you know, back then CPAC was really conservative groups of people. And I was waiting in line to see Newt Gingrich and I got shut out. And then after his speech, uh, the auditorium opened up again and Newt was out of the building and they said, Hey, there's some, you know, like lesser, smaller speakers. And to my great luck, uh, it was Andrew Breitbart. So I was able to get in the second row and I thought, who is this guy? He's amazing. And what he did, uh, this was like February of 2012. He basically in that speech and it's on, it's on YouTube. You can find it. It's an incredible speech. And he basically, um, said, you know, this was, this was looking at Obama's reelection. He said, this time we're going to vet him. And this time we have pictures and photographs and they were essentially going to, you know, 
you know, expose Obama for being, you know, the communist operative, you know, and Muslim sympathizer that he, that he turned out to be. And in any case, about two weeks later, uh, he literally just collapsed on a, on a Brentwood street in Los Angeles, walking his dog. That's the story I got. And the family never wanted to publicly say anything about it, but um, it sort of looks like, you know, he was, he, he could have been taken out and the, the timing was really suspicious. But really where I got the name of the book is that weeks before that, um, it, you know, before I was exposed to him, he had just been, he had been involved in vindicating the Tea Party. The Tea Party, thousands mm -hmm. of people were on the Capitol steps and three uh, black congressional lawmakers were descending the steps. And they claimed later that day that Tea Party attendees uh, used the N word. And he said, okay, well, you all have phones. Let's see some proof. And he offered up to $100,000 for anyone who could show proof. Anyway, they couldn't. And it was weeks later on the National Mall, and he stood there at night, and he told thousands of people to hold their phones up in the air. And he said, there we have a sea of new media to capture the lies. You are all the media now. You can't trust mainstream. So it was a great, you know, and it was like maybe after that, after he died, uh, I just kind of put it all together in my head, and I was inspired to write the book. And it's really, uh, it's a short read. It's a, it's about the pioneers in, in sort of the, the meme, the mimetic warfare, you know, group and those people who were citizen journalists before they were famous. And now a lot of them are famous, but they're about my interactions and their mentorship of me way back when, like in 2016, 2017. So you'll recognize a lot of people, you know, but it's kind of fun. Well, and so, you know, Sarah, you know, you've been doing, you know, different shows for a long time and you were deplatformed on October 15, 2020, <clears throat> along with many other, I mean, literally millions of, you know, viewers that have been following, you know, many different podcasters. So why don't you share a little bit about your background, um, Sarah, and, and what, what they did October 15th. And now there's actually <clears throat> a lawsuit that you guys are involved with. Well, yeah, they deplatformed a lot of big channels all in the same day. And a group of us, I think there's 17 of us, got together and we sued Google. Of course, you're going to lose. In the, I mean, it was amazing in the court. Watching the judge, it was like the judge was working for Google directly. It, it was incredible mm -hmm. watching the, the bias in action, you know, and nobody wins. And then the next level, though, we're going to get to the next level, which we are close to doing within the next month. Um, we need to raise another $50,000 to pay for the base, the remainder of that. And once we get through that, whether we lose or win, nobody's ever beaten Google ever at this court. So um, who knows? You know, I doubt we're going to win. But we need to get to the Supreme Court so we can challenge the Constitution of Section 230 and this freedom of speech issue that we're all struggling with. Before I was, you know, they claimed I was a Q journalist and I really, there's some, about half of the people are, maybe more. I wasn't. I mean, I I did a couple of shows on Q trying to figure out what the heck Q was, but <laughs> I didn't ever cover Q. You know, I, I, what happened was I had 10 doctors on my show or 10 doctor videos that got white out right before that because that was when COVID was starting to you know or it was really big at that point and we were we were talking about alternative protocols I had a little mini doctor documentary that got canned I was talking about the censorship of the different protocols I mean we were trying to get that out to people so that they could we could save some lives those videos 
were all deleted from my show before my channel was taken down, which told me they had a bigger beef with me than just Q, right? It was different. And the sad part is, is those, that's why censorship is so important. How many lives could we have saved if people knew there were treatments and protocols that you, you could do, that you could yeah. do at home before you went to the hospital and got murdered by their protocol? It, it was something that, that's why freedom of speech is so incredibly important and how many lives are on the line, how many blood, how many souls are on their hands because they censored us. So anyways, then we get censored. Obviously it was because we were, we were gonna talk about the truth. They didn't want people like us on there talking about the truth, articulating, having millions of father, followers talking about how Donald Trump really won. I mean, it was so obvious that it was a coup. I'm really disappointed now that we have this coup and then we have these people who have been killed over the last year within these hospital protocols are still going on. And so we have this fake president took down our, our uh, gas, you know, our oil pipelines. We're at war or not war, but yeah. maybe Russia is at war with Ukraine. We're buying 40% of our oil from them while, while he shut all that down. I mean, right. it's just, it's so, so disheartening to be forced in a situation where you have a coup, a takeover regime destroying your country and we can't do anything about it. And we have freedom of speech, which is the, the very fact that our freedom of speech was censored caused hundreds of thousands of deaths. I mean, not just me, obviously, but the freedom of speech of all these doctors and the fact that they censored that really critical information. So this is a fight of our lifetime. We're not done because mm -hmm. if we if if we don't get this turned around, they're going to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And we um, do it until they win. They won't stop. They're silently um, putting in vaccine passports. I just published a, well, I didn't publish it on my, my news, or I put it in my newsletter, not on my website. But it's a, it's a Forbes article where somebody wrote an article, which was really good coming mm -hmm. from Forbes. But they published that the, the blue states are putting these vaccine uh, passports in, but the red states are too, but they're doing it quietly. And they're saying it's for freedom. Yeah, BS. And so that's still going on. That's like now. That was just a recent article as of yesterday. So we think we're winning COVID, but yet they're still doing this. That's why they don't want us talking, because we will expose all that. We will expose what's really going on in Ukraine. And if, you, if I have time, I'll talk about the whistleblower we had in Ukraine and how and it gets back to um, Obama and Biden and how how awful those people are. And so that's my fight. We're still fighting. A lot of people have been disheartened and I'm, I'm one of those people that just want to keep going until we get to the end. You know, I, that's the way I am. Trump has a lawsuit, but who, we don't know what, what one the Supreme Court is going to take. And so it's really a mistake. As I was talking to Tom Rentz, he's become a good friend of mine. Sarah, all these, she's like, all these cases need to go forward joining because they've been talking about joining Trump, which we can't now, but in, this, in the way that they would want to. And um, he's like, you can't, you got to all go forward because the Supreme Court would probably rather have a case that's not as political, although ours is political, but not like Trump's is. I mean, his right. is really divisive. Ours is more citizens, journalists who are a combination of pro-Trump and independents who want freedom of speech. 
so anyways, I hope I answered your question. I kind of went on a rant. <laughs> well, you no, know, it was good. And I just wanted to talk to you about that. So many people. And so last question, then I'll go to Michelle. So how many people, there was 19, but how many viewers between all of you guys do you think that you all had, would you say? Well, we counted, wow. yeah, we counted that up. And I think it was something like 18, 19 million. We also, in one of our original cases, we talked about the fact that we were getting regularly more views than any mainstream media. And, and that's what they did not like. I mean, if you looked at a single, you know, a set of our shows together, we were, our numbers were way better than, you know, CNN for sure, but we we're better than Fox too, I think. I mean, we were doing really good. And they did not like that, especially in our heyday before um, YouTube really started censoring us. Right. There was a lot of shows that were growing very quickly because a lot of people were, you know, pretty much told to shelter in place. So they started watching a lot of these videos. Right. That started growing really quickly. So anyway, so, okay, Michelle. Well, they were also hearing, they were also hearing. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about I was going to say they're also hearing information they've never heard before and their minds were expanding. And that was right. important. Right. Right. Well, now, Michelle, you know, you were doing a lot of you started doing a, a daily show on Facebook, like live at home life. And, uh, you know, why don't you share a little bit of your story, Michelle? So it's it's funny to hear you too. And I loved what you said, Dr. Jane, because I was literally a business consultant. I had international clients. So I was on Facebook a couple times a week and I would share because I could reach the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, in March of 2020, when this first happened, right before the lockdown, I said, this is not about a virus. This is about new world order. This is about kicking out Trump because he is ending trafficking. And this is about depopulation. This is about eugenics. So what happened is all my international clients were like, what are you talking about? And I have a, I work with a lot of attorneys internationally and they're like, what are you talking about? Tell us more. And literally that was two and a quarter years ago. And I've been live daily ever since because people, and it's interesting to hear you ladies talk because the thing is, yeah, they're censoring us. But um, Dr. Jane, when you said, you know, they could have saved so many lives had they not censored. That's the entire point. The entire point of all of this, which was actually dictated back in the early 1900s is, and most people don't know this, but in they put in their documents in 1913 when they formed the Federal Reserve, or I think it was um, 1912, right before they formed the Federal Reserve, they put in their documents that they would have the first male black president in 2008 for two terms. Then they would have the first female president in 2016 for two terms. It was documented <laughs> in 1912. Wow. And then wow. this female president, and obviously they didn't know who it would be at the time. They didn't even think back in the early 1900s to have a black president and to have a female. This was unheard of. They had to use propaganda to get the, the consensus to accept this. Because in those days, they never dreamed it could happen. And then this female president, beginning of her second term, January of 2020, she was supposed to implement the new world order. Everything has been set up for Hillary to have implemented the new world order on January 1st of 2020. So 
when she lost, they had already planned for her to win with the Dominion. Can I say these anything here? Anyway, with all the election fraud, all that, they planned for her to win. That's why she's still reeling. That's why she's crying and writing her dead mother, because she still can't believe they didn't do a good enough job. They were supposed to get her in, and that was guaranteed. So it's not just censorship. They cannot afford to have truth out because look what's happening. People are waking up. What I've seen now is, and, and I love doing my show. It's so funny. People are like, why do you support Facebook? Trust me. I wish I weren't on Facebook, but I have people beg me because when I, every time I'm banned on Facebook, I've been, I only lost like 35,000 on YouTube. So I wasn't a huge, you know, major success, but people were tuning in to hear truth there on Facebook. Um, they banned my fan page because I was up to like 24,000 or something and growing daily. So they banned my fan page, but they still have allowed my personal page. And I can't, I've been banned probably nine times on there. And my next strike, they're going to, they're not only going to shut it down, but pull all my pictures. I told Mary, Facebook is my photo album. So they can't pull down my thing completely because I'll lose all my photos. Uh, and I have grandbabies, so you guys can relate. Or Mary can anyway. But um, so this has all been plotted. This whole, we'll talk about, I hope, Ukraine in a minute. But it's all documented. It's all public record. And that's where I love Mel Kay, because she's such an incredible investigator. But it's all public record. Anyone can see it. But they know most people won't. So anyway, I've just, I've really enjoyed it. And I stay on Facebook because I'm reaching people who don't even, they were lost on Telegram. They didn't know how to deal with it. And Rumble, are you kidding? Why would you do that? So I'm staying there as long as God keeps me there. I am there reaching as many sheeple as I possibly can. But thanks for having me, Mary. I so appreciate it. Well, it's good to have all of you. You know, Michelle and I have been involved with uh, one of the fights that I'm up against is the, the it's uh, women fighting trafficking. Uh, I have a new organization that I launched, but you know, the sex trafficking in America, you know, the cabal, this it's, it's a horrible thing. And, you know, actually next week, Sarah's having me on her show to uh, talk about how pornography fuels trafficking. And uh, that's going to be interesting topic, Sarah, next week. But so let's get into this um, a little bit more. All of us being investigative journalists and the fact that, you know, there's literally six corporations that run pretty much all the mainstream media. Yeah. So you hear people that have no clue even about, you know, like a, a very close friend of mine was talking about Ukraine. She said, isn't it horrible what Putin is doing to Ukraine and this evil man? And I said, wait a minute. I said, I think that there's, you know, what you're listening to, you're not listening to the right, you know, narrative right now. And so let's kind of go each of you a little bit of what your take is on Ukraine and what you've been hearing. So let's go with you, Dr. Jane. Well, you know, my my primary focus is in, you know, medical truth. And uh, I spent 20 years in pharmaceutical drug development. So I have a lot of interface experience with the FDA and the EMA. I've launched drugs all over the world. So I, I have that inside sausage, you know, perspective. Um, in terms of the Ukraine, I mean, I'm not saying that people aren't getting, you know, murdered, that there aren't crazy things happening. Um, but 
you know, we've unfortunately shown ourselves since this, we're in the middle of a Marxist, attempted Marxist takeover in the United States. And I know most people have noticed that, um, you know, the, the razor wire around our three branches of government, just that. And I always said that was for things to come, not for things that were at the time they put it up. And so we've got a, you know, we've got a government that's unstable in my estimation uh, with a, with an illegitimate president and worse than that, uh, a very dangerous administration. You think Trump had a lot of, uh, you know, bad people around him and he did, he had bad advisors. He had, they were, had competing agendas and things like that. When you open the doors wide open, it's, it's even worse. And you know, we used to say Obama had a revolving door for the Muslim brotherhood. Um, it's even worse than all of that. It's at its peak and all of our institutions have collapsed. You might say, well, what does that, the heck does that have to do with everything? It has everything to do with it. We are a weakness now in the world. We're still strong underneath because it's about us, the people and the mixture and the heritage that we all bring, you know, to the United States through our ancestry, or maybe directly if we were a first generation Im immigrant. But so the point is right now we are hamstrung. We are disabled. We're being drained financially. We're our, our border at the, at the South is wide open. I mean, God knows it's going to take generations to get rid of these criminals, these people that are just coming over illegally. And to me, that's a criminal first act on our soil. So you're, you've got a situation, a cancer that's brewing over in the Ukraine between the Ukraine and Russia and all the other, it's like an inflammatory process in the body, uh, a cancer with all this, you know, it's a mess because we don't really have a president. We don't have good leadership. We have a Congress that is watching people die every day and they know these shots are poison, but you know, the, the scumbags are exempt. So we're in trouble. And I'm just praying that the situation in Ukraine, which I believe is partly uh, a distraction to get us off of, you know, what we were headed for. Mm -hmm. uh, but I also think, I mean, I, that doesn't mean that it's not real over there and that people aren't being hurt right. and killed and right. all that. But that's the last thing we need to be focusing on right now. We have a country that is bleeding out of our hands on every level. We're also going to get hit in the next one to two years with the most profound healthcare burden you've ever seen in your life. On one end, we've got hospitals killing people because they're told if they don't use that, I, that's not an excuse, but if they don't use that death protocol, that CDC death protocol, they lose their liability. And we have a governor in my state of Florida who we thought was great and for the people who just signed into law an extension of yeah. that death protocol for 18 more months. So up is down, down is up. We're bleeding. We're bleeding American, you know, American resources. We're, it's just, you know, it's time. I tell people it's time. It's in the, in the vernacular. And by the way, we have a military that's being decimated while these criminals are coming across the border. And we have China buying all this, you know, property, you know, when the, you know, what hits the fan, we're in trouble. And I hope people are prepared. I hope you're prepared. I hope you're prepared to actually create and live a little bit of a parallel existence. I was just talking to Dr. Tenpenny about that today. She's really big on that. We exchanged a lot of information and great ideas. You know, it's going to, that's what it's going to be to take for us to survive and get to, around to the other side of this. But I think we're in big trouble in the vernacular of the military. I was, that's where I was going. Uh, it's DEFCON 1. And I don't mean to make a reference because of the nuclear situation that's brewing over there. But DEFCON 1 is, you know, uh, we're def, Defense Condition 1. 
Uh, they're ready to pull the bomb. And I think that's a metaphor for everything that's going on. Uh, it's time now for everybody to act in every way that they can. So essentially, that's kind of the way I, I'm looking at the Ukraine. I don't want to take my eyes off the United States. My country is bleeding to death. Yes. Well, you know, I'll just interject before we go to Sarah about Ukraine. I was just down at the border uh, speaking with uh, Chris Hutchinson had a an event called United We Stand with uh, General Flynn and uh, Colonel Alan West was there and a number of patriots. And uh, then we went to the border and we had a human chain. But, you know, uh, Tom Homan, who is the uh, director of ICE under Trump, said that literally um, we've lost control of the borders. They said mm -hmm. over four million illegals have crossed the border in the last year. Karen Kingston, who is a Pfizer whistleblower mm -hmm. that I've, I've interviewed and she was there as one of the speakers and she said she was in the airport flying out, you know, going back to uh, California and she saw these children between two and five years old. She said you could tell they were drugged, being, you know, held by people that weren't their parents because of the way they were being held. And these NGOs are literally being processing these children through and being flown into every state of our nation. A lot of you are watching thinking, well, it doesn't affect me. I'm not a border state. Well, yes, it does, because they're they're flying these children who are more than likely going to be trafficked, uh, mm -hmm. you know, as part of this, you know, situation, which I know mm -hmm. very well about since I'm very much involved with my movie, Freedom Prize, Sex Trafficking in America. So it's time that we wake up, everybody, and, you know, take your head out of the sand and really realize that most of the mainstream media you're listening to isn't going to give you the correct data or narrative. So, Sarah, let's go into you about Ukraine um, on this subject. You were you were sharing a little bit about it earlier. What's your uh, bit take on Ukraine right now? Yeah. I, um, well, I'm going to share a little bit more about my background and then get into um, Ukraine. My background really is high tech. I I was in telecom and I was promoted pretty quickly and I was responsible for all the uh, network design and management. Um, of the inner the internet type it was called frame really but it was the networks and um at us west was the baby bell that i was part of and we had 75 percent of the backbone of the internet the frame really and i was responsible for all the systems management of that and that's the what i got out of and what i believe that i have a unique perspective on because i also have a business background and i i taught at the carlson business school for five years but I believe that my background is understanding what's coming with um, energy weapons and mind control and how they're using frequency to control people. I get, I get it on a technical level. I get the science behind it. And, and so that's why I cover that so much. And people don't realize that part of their whole new world order is to control people at a very basic level, everything. Mm -hmm. um, high tech, so, mm -hmm. so few people understand what this whole high tech environment is that they're trying to roll out on us. It could be great, but not if they use it to control us. But anyway, so that's my background and what I, 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 you know, I need to incorporate more of that, but I also understand the business stuff and, you know, Ukraine, I dove into the Ukraine and as a mom, you get sucked into, human trafficking so that's how I met you Mary is we both you know we were involved in that and with the Ukraine I, I 
met John Mark Dugan, who actually got asylum in Russia. And he um, had all the Epstein tapes, right? And I interviewed him about that. And he's, he, he, the whole background on John Mark Dugan, but we're friends, we talk all the time. And he had a whistleblower in Ukraine who was a top executive at Burisma. And she was going to go on my show. She had a, they didn't know, they were keeping her identity secret, whether she was a male or a female. And she was going to go on my show and she needed money. So they had a GoFundMe account and GoFundMe wouldn't let them raise money until they got who she was, at least her name. They said, we can't create the account unless we get a name. So she's like, okay, go ahead, give them the name. Within 24 hours of GoFundMe having her name, she was brutally beaten and sodomized and left for dead. And she had two children. John Mark Dugan did a, um, got a group out of, out of some soldiers and military people. He's a former sheriff deputy they, and a military guy. And so he got a couple more guys and they went into Ukraine and got her into Russia. And she spent a week in the, in the hospital. After that experience, she was too scared to do anything and just wanted her life back. The thing is, she had all the names of on Burisma, the, the, the dollars, the money. And it, we, I said, well, who's in this? You know, because he got some of the information from her. And it was a collection of um, business executives and politicians, both on the left and the right. But Biden and Obama and company were heavily involved in Ukraine. Ukraine was used as a money laundering human trafficking hub. And it was the military industrial complex of the Soviet Union. And when the Soviet Union collapsed, the West just raped it. And Obama used it as his candy store. And they turned it into this cesspool. And so when you hear, you know, uh, the um, Putin going into Ukraine, you know, people know that's what's going on in Ukraine. And they think he's a hero because you look at what, you know, the, the, um, the, Ethnic Russians who are on the east side of the Bombas region, they're being slaughtered. I mean, 14, 15,000 of them, they outlawed the Russian language. Then NATO um, countries keep moving their, their military closer and closer to Russia's um, you know, boundaries. And as part of the, the agreements that they made, the treaties they made, they weren't supposed to get that close. And Putin has been trying to negotiate for years to not let that happen. So when you look at all the combination, Putin has more than a reason to go in there. However, you start looking at the other aspect of this, and I, I just don't trust Putin either, right? And he was a young uh, leader in Schwab's, you know, young leader program. He, his country is pulling all the same crap with the protocols and the vaccines with this um, COVID mRNA shot. Um, Klaus Schwab has said recently that he's very proud of Putin and that he, you know, he brags about him being a young leader. So I don't know if that's propaganda or not. And then I was listening to journalists, independent journalists inside of Russia saying that the people there are much like here where you got the zombies who are just following the shots and then the people who are, um, uh, you know, arguing against the shots and very much the same political landscape of us arguing where there's a whole clueless group. And then there's this other group that doesn't want to be killed. But the difference between the Russians and the Americans is the Russians have gone through decades of oppression. So they instinctively mm. don't trust their government, which is a good thing. And so that that's something that, you know, we can unite over. Really, what I, 
I think is going on, you know, and I'm, I, I've written articles about this. I don't know if Russia, he's a socialist, communist kind of dictator type. And is he with the, uh, the, you know, the global cabal that wants this one world order and he's being used to bring the war, the bankers war that they need to do the reset and get that going? Or is he fighting for his own nation's sovereignty, even though he likes the model that they have, which is, is this, you know, socialist communist dictatorship, but does he not just on his country or is he in on the whole worldwide international, you know, communist dictatorship, technocracy, whatever they want to call that. And that's the question because, you know, you look at what's happening internally and you don't, I don't know. I mean, it'd be great if he went and saved the Ukrainians from the absolute mess that our country and the Western bankers um, created in Ukraine and this human trafficking nightmare. I mean, they actually take, they actually, um, what do you call it? Launder children, babies through Ukraine's embassy. I mean, I covered that as well. It's a nightmare over there. The fact that they're that dirty. So, Putin could either be a world hero cleaning that up, or he could be an instigator of this global new world order. And I don't know what it is. And that's what I'm trying to figure out. So I think I gave you some information to go off of. I didn't give you any clarity, but at least it gave people some, some information to go on. The whole thing though, is the people of the world you need to unite and that we can't think that there's some savior coming to save us. And we need to be smart and we need to be critical in our thinking and we can't be naive. I think that's the important part. Yes. No, that's really good. Um, so Michelle, what's your take on this? I love that. So there's just, every time you ladies talk, it's like I'm taking mental notes and taking physical mm -hmm. notes. Anyway, that's funny, Sarah, because my background is engineering. So I also, I just, I look at things from a more technical perspective and more of a 180 yeah. degree yeah. view where it's not just what's in front of you. So I will tell you, I have, um, I'm looking at and being involved in anti-trafficking forever. Um, Myanmar, the Straits of Hormuz, um, Kazakhstan, now Ukraine, next Taiwan. These are the biggest trafficking ports in the world. These are huge, they are trafficking so many humans, mostly children through these countries. The cabal is entrenched in these, and actually in Kazakhstan, a lot of people don't know, the Illuminati's headquarters was in Kazakhstan, that was taken out. So the thing is, this is, now I have some incredible, I have seven, as you know, Mary, I have seven, unbelievable resources who they are actual people, sources who are very, very involved in one area or another. I have, you know, hackers, high, high, high military in the US government, former CIA, and um, so just amazing sources. Two of them told me two months ago, Michelle, let your followers know, let everyone you know know, it is going to look like World War III. It is not. This is all handled. This is devolution. President Trump, Chairman Xi, and Putin are working together to take down the cabal. 
throughout the world so that we can have a free country, which we literally never have had. Even from the beginning, there were so many Freemasons who were immediately figuring out how they could control the people and steal our money and make us dumb and broke. Basically, that is what our system has been creating dumb, broke Americans, and they know about compound interest. They know about, you know, you make your money work for you, you don't work for it, and all this. They've known all this for generations, but they they don't talk about money in schools, all those things, and I could talk for hours on it. But as far as what's going on in Ukraine, I'm stepping back and saying, okay, who hates Putin? Who says, let's go into Ukraine? We have no border, but let's go support their border because, and I was saying to Bill last night during dinner, I'm like, okay, so that's like, these kids are in a fight and this kid is just totally beat up and can hardly get off the ground. And another fight starts over here. Is he the one who's supposed to go help win the war, win the fight? That's ridiculous. We, our country has not is falling apart. Our country has fallen apart. We are allowing so much fentanyl through our borders to kill our kids. It is the number one cause of death for kids 18 to 45. I'm like, I don't really consider 45 a kid, but 18 to 45, number one cause of death. They are, fentanyl is wiping out an entire population, especially of young men. And so what? Let more in. Let's let, uh, it's not just drugs, but all the things, the criminals coming over, the rapists, the trafficking is major. So, and we're going to go to Ukraine because their poor border is threatened. So standing back and looking at it, it's like, who's for that? Okay, we have Biden, Pelosi, John Kerry, Mitt Romney, George Soros. Ooh, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. Wow. I even have it on silent. Um, all of them, their sons have been involved in Burisma in Ukraine. Isn't that amazing? Every single one of them. Okay. They're involved with energy in Ukraine. Ukraine is still mad because Putin put the... Um, the oil, the whole oil system around them, they thought they were going to get rich off Russia, and they didn't. They're still mad at Putin about that. And then they have this Burisma energy, which we know is all about human trafficking. It's it, every criminal thing. It is a cabal setup. Now, when, when Obama was in office in 2014, 2015, remember there was an entire overhaul of the Ukrainian government and they brought in all the neo-Nazis. Ukraine is a corrupt government. It is not a democracy. You notice that all our media says, oh, Ukraine's democratic, so we need to help them. Really, they are not democratic. They're communist Marxist. There is absolutely zero, zero reason. Sorry, guys, I'm Italian. I get so, I'm not yelling at anyone. I just get passionate, but there is zero reason we should have gone into Ukraine. We are, our country is falling apart. Our border is just, we're, we're actually saying, come on, criminals, come quick, because they know President Trump's coming back, and this, this is another thing. But anyway, so all these people who are supporting it, why are people saying, oh, we hate Putin, we need to help Ukraine? 
Look at the people who are for it, the media and all those people I just named, all the ones with the sons involved in Burisma who are still getting paid. They've already received millions of dollars to sell out America. They're the ones who wanted U.S. to go into Ukraine. And we should get rid of the Second Amendment, but let's just hand out free weapons to all the just average people in Ukraine. Why? And when I look at that, it is clear to me this is a cabal move. This is not some poor Ukrainians want to be part of NATO. First of all, why do we have NATO? NATO should have gone down the walls down. Why do we have NATO? NATO's purpose is done. There, there is no possible reason that we should still have NATO. But again, NATO and UN, everyone thinks they're great. UN peace treaty keeping forces, they're the number one traffickers in the world. So, but people think they're great. So all the sheeple out there who know nothing, they are hearing their, their Mitt Romney, he's a Republican, right? And he thinks we should go into Ukraine. They don't know that his son was involved with Pelosi's son and Biden's son and yes. um, Soros' son. So all that. And um, so anyway, the good news is I was told by two of my military sources that Putin, Xi, and President Trump are working together to clean out the cabal. I actually put on my Facebook page and Telegram today, watch, because Taiwan is next. And actually, when I said I posted all over, it's going to look like World War III, but it's not. Yeah. I've had so many people calling me the last few days and just saying, thank you. I'm remembering. I wrote it down. And um, so... This is all, but I, I want to put one more thing in here because Sarah, you were talking about Google and obviously the judge was obviously working for Google. What a lot of us also didn't see is that last week, nobody knows this. I try to keep up on this stuff. Last week, they put in a brand new FDA commissioner. Who even knew that? I mean, I didn't know. I found it by accident. And the thing is, he's the former senior advisor for Google and for Alphabet. And he's our new FDA yeah, commissioner. Yeah. What the heck is going on? So anyway, um, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, no, this is good. So this is the thing, you know, as we, we I, I don't like to go over an hour for these programs. We'll have you ladies back. But as we come to a close, I'm going to give everybody a little bit of last, uh, you know, starting with Jane. But we all need to wake up people. I'm in the LA Hollywood area. You know, we're working on content that will change the culture what we create we're putting a new studio together out in hollywood and you know hollywood there's so much pedophilia and different things in the mainstream hollywood you know you know people up here and mel gibson you know several years ago said that you know hollywood is is run by you know people that really you know he talked about the blood of children the adrenochrome different things right. like this and a lot of people don't even know what adrenochrome is all i can tell you everyone is that we're watching a show as a lot of times what you see and if you only listen to the mainstream media you're not going to give the right narrative that's why each right. one's right. on the program today including dr jane ruby sarah westall and michelle moore winder are all you know platforms that you should be following because they really do have important truth as well as my channel you know i just got nuked from um youtube and I was right at the beginning. I was I was literally shadow banned. I didn't even know what the word shadow ban meant. So I didn't have a lot of followers. I think you know three four thousand or something like that. But the deal is, they banned me from the beginning. 
And so this is the thing. I'll just say this, and we'll go to Dr. Jane. Douglas G. Frank, the works, he's a Nobel, you know, Nobel laureate. And he told me when I was in Utah, you know, at the Freedom Conference, he said, Mary, if I can reach 500 people a week, he said, mm -hmm. I can change the world. And so what we need to do, I believe, wow. get the hundreds or thousands or whatever people, we need to kind of just keep our boots on the ground and keep plowing away and keep putting out the content that is going to wake people up. That's what I would tell you. So you guys like, you know, subscribe to this Rumble channel and Telegram. And Marshall, put the, roll it on the bottom, the different ways they can subscribe. But subscribe, share, and and then send it to others. If each of you shared this program with 10 people, you know, it could start, you know, going viral and waking people up to the real truth. You know, true media that we're getting the content out there to wake people up with truth. So final thoughts, Jane, uh, Dr. Jane, you know, I know you're, you know, on a number of uh, different platforms sharing your truth and you've been mostly, of course, waking people up about what's happening with these jabs and, uh, you know, in, in the hospitals and some of these other pro protocols. What what last words do you have, want to say to the people today? Yeah, you know, thank you, Mary. And, and as I close, thank you for having me and especially among these very special, you know, learned women and in some very different areas from what I'm, you know, I'm used to. So it's really fascinating, but to put it together in a global sense in my head. Um, but I guess in closing, I would say that what I, what I most want, I'm still on the prevention and warning sort of, you know, train for myself. It's important that people understand that um, even though, you know, pretty much it's gone through the employment and the, the airlines. I don't know why the airlines are the last holdout for masks. They must be really getting heavily, you know, incentivized, but there are a lot of things that are breaking right now. You know, the, this whole thing is still unfolding. It's going to be unfolding for years. And there are a lot of people that still think they should bring children to get these. They're pining for that approval for the lower, the younger kids there. But, but what, if they were really looking at what's happening in the unfolding of those who have gone before them, and have taken these shots and have taken boosters. Uh, this whole thing about VADs, you know, this this AIDS and HIV, it's, it's again, more red herrings. Look, they're renaming, throwing in old names. What's happening is that people who took these things are losing their immune function. It's right. immune erosion, immune fatigue. And they are, you know, we've never lived, you've never lived in a sterile environment since you left your mother's womb. So, but you are able to function because you have an immune system, which is surveillance and and an army of protection. The, the, these shots are degrading everything. Um, so I want to just make sure people understand that this is still unfolding and the explosion of cancers, the explosion of cardiac, cardiovascular disease is going to look like, wow, a lot of people are getting sick and people need to remember to tie it back to the, to the shots because you don't think they're going to give up and stop now, right? I'm very suspicious, by the way, that all these masks are being dropped, these mandates. I mean, that doesn't even make sense. And again, it's in lockstep just the way they implemented it. So be suspicious. Uh, don't be so quick. You know, even down here in Florida, nobody had a mask on a few months ago. Then they started with the variant garbage, the Omicron, and you had 90% of the sheeps, you know, with their, their masks on. So they just regenerate the fear porn. So I would just want to ask people to be discerning. Don't take this stuff. It's not AIDS or VADs or this or that. It's, it's antibody dependent enhancement. The immune systems are degrading. And I have, I'm beginning to find evidence and more on this in the shows that I break in the coming days that um, I do, I do have always believed that shedding is real. Pfizer admitted it in their documents. 
Uh, and they said that it occurred through their words, inhalation and skin to skin contact. And I think I figured out, I've deduced, it's my speculation that what is being shed, it's not that spikes, proteins don't jump from one body to another, but nano graphene, graphene, and we know it's in the lipid nanoparticle. We know it's in the adjuvant. It's everywhere. And, but graphene is at the atomic level and it has no barrier. So skin to skin, it can pass from people. And I think what people are expressing sometimes when they get those symptoms, Hey, I was around a jabbed group of people or something is really this graphene toxicity. Uh, I know I've experienced it myself. So I want people to understand things are still unfolding. Okay. Just because, you know, you don't have the pressure to take the shot and you know, a lot of people that are doing fine. Well, that's great. But we have a, we have a lot of heartache ahead and we can still prevent some of it. Right. So uh, that, that's just what I wanted to leave people with. Uh, cancers are exploding. They'll, they'll explode in a matter of weeks. Uh, these boosters we know are 10 times more uh, potent than the regular shots. It was designed that way. Everything's designed. You don't think these companies, Pfizer's the largest company in the world by any metric. It, uh, it, 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 you don't think they, they're not inexperienced and you don't think that they've poured billions of dollars into this without knowing what they were making, do you? Come on. So it's intentional. It's criminal. We've got to get some court somewhere that's not compromised. And we've got to get one indictment because you get one felony indictment and conviction you have pierced the veil of the, of the immunity that, by the way, I'm a truth teller and I've been a conservative for a long time, but this BS of immunity for these companies started with President Reagan and it was reinforced by President Trump. Yeah. So let's not have, let's not be sycophants, you know, oh, don't say anything bad about the person I love. You know, take, I, I'm a behavioralist. I watch what people do, not what they say. Loved President Trump, worked in his administration in the Office of Presidential Correspondence, a little known fact about me. Uh, met him, talked to him, love him, loved him, but don't like some of the things that he said and done. And I don't adore, you know, I don't adore uh, unconditionally, especially with politicians and leaders, right? Never let them rest on their laurels. So that's why I'm leaving with my little soapbox rant. Zane, where can they follow you at? The best place is Telegram. Get an account if you don't have one, uh, t.me forward slash DR Jane Ruby. I'm breaking news every day. I've got a show on stewpeters.tv. It is Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and uh, just a lot of great stuff happening. It's incredible. It's exploding. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Thanks Jane. for having me. <laughs> Sarah, last few words. Yeah, well, thank I agree so not to be naive. I don't I don't think we, I agree with you, Dr. Jane, we got to not be naive and we got to make sure that we're questioning everybody and everything. Cause you don't know what everybody. people are playing in this and, and, and have they been bought off? I, I just, I don't know. And um, the power of big pharma and this new world order is, is extreme. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so people have been blackmailed. They've been, you know, they, they don't want a, their whole family to be killed. I mean, there, there's some serious issues on right. hand, at hand here. And, and so we have to be very careful of even the most trustworthy person that you think in a leadership position, you, you really agree with their stance. And then next thing you know, they do something weird. Well, they could be blackmailed or maybe their kids are being, you know, they might do something, to their children. And so you got to be careful. And that's why, I mean, this is war and it's a different kind of war, but I also want to mm -hmm. say that, uh, you know, I'm going to get back to frequency and at the very base level, we're all frequency. 
And the science, the cutting edge science, everybody, you know, MIT and military and, you know, the most advanced labs in the, in the world are all talking about the fact that we are all frequency at the very base level. And, and it's below nano because it's, it's frequency. It's, it's our basic infrastructure of what we are. And then from there, everything comes together, physics, chemistry, um, biology, you know, and if you can get to the, the frequency level and, and manipulate the, our core of who we are at the frequency level, we're starting to see the ability to heal the cells and your body from this mRNA and from, frankly, from Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi does a lot of the same stuff that the um, mRNA uh, does. We've done some studies where they show the, the blood work being affected by Wi-Fi and it looks like, you know, totally clotted blood and whatever. But mm. we also have frequency that can reverse that. And really, really promising stuff coming out with quantum frequency. And I had, I just did a show a couple of weeks ago on reversing and healing your blood with quantum frequency. And there's over 3000 scientists now and a telegram group all working together, trying to figure this stuff out. Time is not on our side. So we yeah. um, are really hoping that more and more researchers will get involved in this and take it seriously and help figure it out because I, I think this might be our own, it's cutting bleeding edge technology, but knowing that we're frequency at our base, it really is our best bet to counteract the damage that's going on. They know, these guys know, they know what frequency is. They know what this Wi-Fi crap's doing to us. They know what this mRNA, that's what the graphic oxide's all about, is to connect us that way. And so we, we gotta work with this cutting bleeding edge technology, get the smartest people in the world looking at it and figuring it out because again time is not on our side and if you go to my website and you find my latest show actually i have a a, a solutions document with dr joe newsma who is just a, he's great he's a toxicologist but we have a section on there that's about reversing and healing it is not going to come from the mainstream medical community it's going to come from this cutting edge science and you will find links to that we have a lot of studies and double blind studies and there's more coming out and so promising. And so what we need is more of the brilliant people. You don't have to be formally educated to be brilliant. We just want, or you just have to be motivated and can think. Those <laughs> are the people that we want to get in to and help figure this out. Because again, time is not on our side and we need people who are willing mm. to think, think more creatively and understand the science and help us move this forward to save lives. So I really hope people um, get engaged in that. And you can see so much more information on my website at sarahwestall.com and sign up for my newsletter. That's the best way to follow me because I have so many platforms now I'm on. And so if you get on my <laughs> newsletter, you get a notification of my writing and my shows. And then you can pick and choose what platforms that you watch me on based on what you are most engaged in. So Thank you so much, Mary. You are just a godsend. I, I learned so much from you and the relationships that you get me involved in. And, and I can tell that so many people love and respect you. So I'm, I think we're, we're blessed to have you around at this time. So thank you. Well, thanks, Sarah, for coming on. And uh, final words, Michelle, what would you have to say? I love that God is a God of order. And I love that I'm right after you, Sarah. So I will say... Um, it's interesting how God just brings people into your lives, but 
we met a couple of men who actually designed a med bed using frequencies and they have been they have had their med beds running in Oregon for 12 years and guess who their clients are politicians and they didn't know politicians were bad but whenever politicians get cancer or whatever they only deal with politicians the top of the top and they they have enough business to just deal with them tax dollars pay them and um they actually have that now that said we all i think you probably all know about nasara it is a real thing and it is a little bit changed from the original one that was written for the farmers by the farmers for the farmers but nasara is about to be implemented and with that 6000 patents that have been hidden from the American people under the guise of national security. And I actually got this from a former CIA member, very close friend of mine. He is a good guy. He's been good in the CIA for about 46 years. So really knows everything that's gone on behind the scenes. And um, so these 6,000 patents are about to be released. And it's not just quantum, but all the the Tesla paper, the original Tesla papers, um, everything is about to be exposed. And what I will say about President Trump, and I love him, but I'm with you, Dr. Jane, because I will tell you, I tell my followers, remember Judas? Remember he walked with Jesus? Remember people loved Judas? They saw him as a follower of Jesus. And then Satan entered him one night during a dinner and he betrayed Jesus. So I've even I've said that about President Trump. Do not ever trust in man because you don't know where they're going to go from here. But at this point, um, it's been amazing because President Trump, when he was forcing GM, Ford, Kodak, um, I think there was one other to make the ventilators. He actually had them making med beds. I've actually seen inside every one of the factories where they have made these med beds. They have shelves and shelves of med beds. They're all using a little bit different technology, but they will heal at a cellular level. A lot of it is using frequencies and quantum physics and all these amazing things that I used to study in college a million years ago. And I always wondered why are we not, you know, don't tell me the military doesn't have this. Anyway, long story, I used to go back to China Lake as a young teen with my dad. So a lot going on behind the scenes that we, most Americans will never know about, but these med beds, this will be the wave of the future in medical, in the medical arena. These hospitals will be converted to med bed centers. They've already produced 162,000 of them. They will be the average person, they will be free. It will be medical care. People will be able to get healed because God, and it, I don't know if you all know, I know you do, Mary, but God created our bodies to heal themselves. He created us perfectly, but it's all the crap in Southern California. We are the number one test ground for chemtrails. They've been spraying, I believe they're spraying graphene oxide and other things besides all the other stuff that we know, aluminum, barium, chromium, all these things that they're spraying. But so we're well, getting pardon me oh, so, so i do go live every night on facebook monday through friday 5 p.m pacific on michelle moore winder 
And then I'm always on Telegram is where I post everything that no one, I can't post anywhere else. Telegram, Unredacted Truth, and um, Rumble, Unredacted Truth. So you can find me any of those places. I've been banned from every other platform, and I'm on a banana peel on those two. I actually was banned from Telegram, but I'm back. So Telegram does ban, you guys. But um, So anyway, yeah, catch me there. Well, anyway, it's great having you all on. I think Dr. Jane had to, to leave. Uh, we were running over a little over an hour, but let me let me just tell all of you, thank you for watching. Thanks for coming on, Michelle and Sarah and uh, Dr. Jane. And I know you guys will share this on your platform so that we can get more people. And please like and subscribe and share this. It's very important that you guys are going to be the ones that are going to get the info out. And, you know, uh, just my little two bits to close, you know, G when God spoke, let there be light. He spoke it in a word, a frequency, let there be light. And then he, you know, he basically spoke these frequencies into being. And so I always want to close with hope. You know, I believe that there's going to be a great awakening. I've shared this with Sarah before, and she's heard this on her show. But, uh, you know, when in the year 1777, when George Washington uh, was in Valley Forge. It was really dark. It was a hard time. It didn't look good for the Continental Army. And he told his staff not to be interrupted when he looked up and he saw a beautiful angel came in and said, son of the Republic, listen and learn. There's going to be three perils that is going to come upon America. And the first one was the American Revolution, which he was in at the time. The second one was the Civil War. But this angel said the third would be the worst. It said America would be surrounded by our enemies, but the union would prevail. I just feel God's hurt right now. And I just feel that God wants us not to fear. I wasn't playing kind of crying. Amen. There's so many people that are fearing, and God is saying that he is the God that created the universe, that he created everything that you see. And I believe that there's going to be a great awakening for an end time harvest of the 7 billion people on this planet. God is not going to let this these evil people rule and destroy this population. Yes, in the book of Revelation, it does say that there will be an antichrist that will come and rise up and will make everyone take the mark of the beast, which we see things are being set for that right now. But I personally believe we're going to push back this darkness. There's going to be a great awakening. And many people are going to come to the knowledge of the truth and to really come to knowledge of Jesus, the creator of all things, God, Abba, Father, and bring forth the greatest show on earth. So that's my two cents at the end here. But whenever I feel God's heart, I cry. And so that's what I just felt God's heart for the people. And so let me tell you, America, do not fear. We have to, as a group collectively, it will only take a remnant of people that will share the truth and people share it with others, but mostly as well, pray, pray, talk to yeah. God, share it, take action, jump in, get into involved with whatever God tells you to. I only got involved with this platform less than a year ago. And I didn't know any of these shadow bannings and all this stuff, but you know what? <laughs> I, I felt really bad when they took down my YouTube channel. <laughs> it's like, I go, like, yeah. but see, I didn't have thousands like Sarah did. And, you had a lot more than I did, but you still feel kind of weird. All your work that you did for the last year, it's just gone. Yes. Um, and so it makes you mad, but yeah, it's a it sign of, 
it's a good sign now. <laughs> now it's a badge of honor, I think. I don't, yeah, somebody's still on there. I don't know. So why are you on there? Coming on. And thanks all of you guys for watching. Now is the time. And please, you know, like, share, subscribe, and continue to know that now is the time we're going to see God bring forth on this planet some really incredible, amazing things. Thanks for coming on.